Welcome back to ENN Radio, a weekly podcast from Elon News Network bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Anna Terry. This week on ENN Radio, Russia invades Ukraine. Price increases in Alamance County reflect global inflation. The Alamance Burlington school system lifts mass mandates. Russia launched attacks on Ukraine on multiple fronts. ENN reporters Ellis Chandler and Ashley Deloey talked to Elon University Director for Global Educational Initiatives Mark Dahlhaus on the subject. Uh, President Biden has had to address the nation today in response to the Russian invasion and the latest uh, breaking news that unfolded overnight. He has first described as a premeditated war. He is also described as a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. With that said, when Biden does address the nation, what do you think he needs to say? And why is this important for our generation to understand right now? Sure. Well, I think one thing that President Biden has done admirably up to this point is that he has uh, managed to uh, keep Uh, the Western allies together, NATO together, I think that's going to be key uh, moving forward to present that that united front. I think that uh, if I were helping the president write his remarks for this afternoon and thinking about you all, thinking about students, I think I would emphasize several things. One is the fact that the ramifications from this action are going to spill over and into all of our lives. We all are going to be looking at increased fuel prices, increased food prices in the coming days. We don't know what this is going to mean for the markets. This is an era of instability, and it's likely to get worse before it gets better. I think that he needs to prep the nation for that. For students in particular, I think, and for Elon students, I I, I think, again, and as I said Monday evening, thinking about how we have, you all have come through a a curriculum and it's been infused in your classes and in your co-curricular experiences, about us being a global university, about thinking about uh, being part of something larger than we are on this campus. And in that regard, I think one, it's vitally important for Elon students to be aware of what's happening because this is not happening in isolation. This will affect all of us. Uh, All of us have an interest in this. This is a fundamental, potentially a fundamental reordering of of the world security apparatus uh, that, that could be really significant. And so in that sense, the fact that it will affect all of us. I think also in terms of all of us being active citizens and uh, voting, making our voice heard as our government undertakes these policies. This is our power. This is where we come in. This is what we can say about these issues. And it's a precious right. And if we've learned nothing else lately, it's that we can't take those rights for granted. They they were hard earned and, and it's going to be hard to keep them. And so I think that that's very important for all of us to remember moving forward. Sure, and we've seen statements from some of these European leaders as you know things have progressed overnight and as tensions have kind of heightened right. in Kyiv and in different parts of the country here. What do you think like this global reaction is kind of going to be in the coming days headed into the weekend? Yeah, it's, it's, it's judging from just uh, over the overnight hours, it, it so far has been very united. I think it's uh, from the West. I think it's also significant that at least as of this morning, Uh, China has not had much to say about this. And uh, uh, Putin was just in China a few weeks ago. And so I think that 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 is significant. But I I think that uh, at least the Western leaders uh, that I have uh, uh, seen or heard, they've all been united in condemning this action and in uh, calling for a return to peace. The, The UN Security Council had an emergency meeting last night President Biden's meeting with his national security team this morning will address the nation this afternoon. I mean, this is unfolding in real time. 
uh, by this evening, it's liable to be quite different, underscoring the need to, to be aware of what's happening, what's going on. Do you think the global response is enough right now? I mean, we just talked a little bit about how nations are condemning this invasion. Yep. Uh, there are already reports of casualties. So, you know, is, is the globe sort of doing enough and doing what they need to do to sort of keep the peace? Yes, I, I think insofar as what practically we can do is being done, in my opinion. I do want to say one thing that, that I think will happen as a result of this, which, which we will not set into motion, but which will happen as a result of Putin's decision. He has made a decision that is going to result in the Russian people suffering as well. There are going to be Russian families who lose their loved ones fighting this, this war. They are going to suffer as well, innocent people in Russia, so as well as, as our Ukrainian uh, friends. And so I think that, that those, those things are going to come back home to him. And in that regard, he has set into motion the consequences that I think will also, in the end, I hope, will, will, will stem what he has, what he has begun. Well, Professor Dahlhouse, thank you so much for giving thank us you. insight into the situation as it progresses. Thanks so much. Us. Since the start of the invasions, dozens of soldiers and civilians have died, and Russia has seized control of the Chernobyl power plant. In response to the attacks, Biden has announced economic sanctions that will limit Russia's ability to do global commerce. <laughs> Increased interest rates, gas and real estate prices in Alamance County are local effects that make up a much bigger trend. I talked to ENN reporter Graham Brownlee to learn more. So this week you talked to Elon University professor Tamoy Islam. What did he say were the key contributors to the price increase we're seeing in our country today? Yeah, so... He said some of the biggest factors of the um, current rate of inflation and general price increases have to do with um, especially pandemic relief measures. Um, when the government sent out stimulus checks and a lot of people were kind of not working as much, um, there was a greater demand for house renovations, buying just general products, um, and combined with a lack of international shipping, there was a lot more demand than supply of a lot of items, and so prices went up. Also, in order to help local businesses and banks stay afloat, especially in the early days of the pandemic, the Federal Reserve actually lowered interest rates to just over 0%, which is very low, and it means that people can take out loans to buy larger items like houses or cars um, a lot easier. And so... That means that there's a lot more money just kind of floating around the market and prices of individual goods go up. Um, the Consumer Price Index from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which is one of the major ways that we measure inflation in the country, um, has reported that currently the dollar is worth about seven and a half cents less than at the same time in 2021, so last year. And is there an inflation rate specific to Alamance County at all? So inflation isn't something that is specific to any one area. Um, it's a measurement that's taken from statistics from all across the country. But the inflation rate of the nation as a whole, which is that 7.5 uh, percent, is the inflation rate in Alamance. Um, Alamance also has some other issues that contribute to even higher, like, 
an even greater increase in cost of living. Some prices in Alamance um, are also affected differently than those um, in the nation as a whole. Like gas prices in the Carolinas especially are low compared to somewhere like California or like New York where there are higher taxes on those things. Um, but those items are still being affected by inflation and international trade. And so lots of times, while the increase might not be quite as much as in, um, say, California, the actual percentage change is about the same nationwide. Uh, so Alamance County specifically doesn't have its own inflation rate, but it's being affected by the inflation rate everywhere. And where are people in Alamance County seeing the effects of this increase the most? So one of the biggest areas where this increase has been felt is in the housing market um, for both renting and buying homes. The housing market all over the nation has been like skyrocketing recently in, in the past few years. And so buying and renting prices um, in Alamance have gone up due to inflation, due to actually increased building costs. Um, the prices of building materials like lumber have skyrocketed in just the past couple of years. Um, and even recently, uh, with the blockades and stuff happening up in Canada, uh, with the protests, that's gone up even more. Um, and then gas prices, which again have been going up nationwide, um, but you know, even here they're still pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And Elon recently raised their tuition by just over 9%, which is approximately a $3,500 difference. Is this price increase related to the inflation we're seeing in today's economy? Yeah, so I actually talked to Elon's vice president of finance administration, Janet Williams. And um, so essentially the tuition hike is sort of related um, universities are tax-exempt organizations, so the actual property value of housing hasn't been affected by the housing market in Alamance. Um, so the things that would affect would be like buying new land for the university, but um, that's not really where we're seeing the increase from. What it's what's really happening is that there are a there's a lot of construction going on on campus from building renovations, building new things like the innovation quad that's been going on for a while. And essentially, the building materials for those places were budgeted a few years back. Most of the stuff's done years in advance. And so the price of those materials has gone up in the years since it was planned. And in order to cover those increased costs, those inflated costs, tuition is increasing a little bit in order to kind of cope with that. Mm -hmm. And is Elon planning on doing anything to support their students who may have difficulties paying for this increased tuition and room and board as well? Yeah, so um, student financial aid, um, I was told, is increasing proportionally with the tuition increase. So those who need student aid shouldn't see any real changes in that. Um, it will likely be more expensive for those who don't qualify for student aid um, or those who have like reduced student aid so mm -hmm. and thank you
Board of Education members voted 6-1 to one in favor of lifting the mask mandate in the Alamance-Burlington school system effective immediately. ENN reporter Margaret Faust told me more. Margaret, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Anna. And yesterday, February 22nd, you went to a Board of Education meeting regarding the Alamance-Burlington school system mass mandate. Can you tell me what happened? Absolutely. So uh, I saw yesterday morning on Twitter that the Board of Education was calling a special meeting uh, that afternoon at 4 o'clock. So I hopped in the car uh, with one of our other reporters, Mason, and we uh, headed to this Board of Education meeting. And... Um, right as we, well, the parking lot was full and there were all these people outside with all these signs and everything. And I was like, oh no, like not necessarily, oh no, but wow, something's, something big is going to happen. Um, so we walked into the auditorium, um, most all of the board members were sitting up in their chairs. One woman was, um, coming in, joining remotely and, um, The, they just explained that this meeting was called to assess whether or not, or to vote rather, whether or not this mask mandate should stay in schools. And it was very quick. It was not open for public comment. So people from the audience could not, um, you know, voice their concerns or anything. The purpose of this vote was, or purpose of this meeting was strictly a vote. And um, so they just said, you know, our are we going to keep masks um, all in favor of lifting the mask mandate? Say aye. Six people did. Um, all those against say nay. One woman said nay. She was the one joining from Zoom. And that was it. She tapped her gro- grovel, gravel, gavel. <laughs> she tapped her gavel and that was it. We were done. And that's effective immediately. So what this means is that no masks are required inside or outside uh, for students or teachers in all ABSS schools. The one exception to this rule is school buses. Um, Masks are required for anyone who's driving or riding a school bus, and this is because this is a federal mandate um, for all school buses across the country, and the Board of Education does not have the power to uh, overturn federal mandates. Mm -hmm. And although they weren't allowing any comments from directly from the audience there were more than a dozen community members that attended this meeting how did this contribute to the environment in the room they contributed a lot um so like i said when we first pulled up um everyone was carrying signs um and they said a variety of different things um but all of the people there carrying signs uh were in favor of removing this mask mandate they did not want any more masks in school and when we walked upstairs um they were they were a lively bunch for sure so when we were sitting down you know and and everyone's kind of getting situated mason who was there to uh, photograph the meeting he went to the front to get a picture of them holding up their signs everyone says cheese and they're you know they're holding up their signs there they were very um confident and proud to be there i think and um during the meeting there was some there was some grumblings but nothing too vocal you know they they would make comments to their neighbors but nothing you could really hear um there was one exclamation i would say at one point during the meeting when they explained that they couldn't um remove the mandate about masks on buses um and this you know 
this man was pretty vocal about how that didn't make sense to him and how, you know, if they're getting rid of the mandates, if they can get rid of the mandates in schools, why can't they do it on the buses? Uh, one of the board members explained that this, again, you know, is a federal mandate. They don't have the power to do that. Um, so besides that one kind of exclamation, people were pretty calm. But when they did say, you know, effective immediately, no more masks after the vote, people were ecstatic. Effective immediately, our district has neutral mask optional policies for students and staff. And I guess the main question I have is, how is this going to be affecting Elon? Absolutely great question. So um, I guess the not so exciting answer is we don't know, slash maybe not at all right now. Uh, so when we got back from this meeting, uh, we... I ran into President Book uh, in the hallway, and I asked her about this, um, and she said that the Healthy Elon team is aware that the mask mandate has been lifted in all ABSS schools, um, but that uh, they haven't made a decision and that they will let us know two weeks before our mandate or before our rules change, I should say. Things are changing and we're, we'll be adjusting our policies as conditions change. The goal is to be able to take our mask off when it's uh, when we can. So, you know, she said, yes, we know about this and we'll keep you posted if anything changes, but for right now, we're not gonna change anything. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Anna, I really appreciate it. That's it for this week's episode of ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com.